This episode is brought to you by Playapod, the best cross-platform podcast app for iOS and Android. Just visit playapod.com and download it for free. Hey guys, thank you so much for downloading the episode today. We talk a little parenting. When is it okay to jump back into the workforce? That is the conundrum that I am having. We talk about that. We also talk about Black China and her pathetic little sex tape. Additionally, we revisit where the lip and clip came from. It's not as superficial as we thought, and we figure that out on this episode. Also, ugly and awkward moments of the week, two epic ones. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Hi, I am not selling religion. I'm here because you need solar paneling. Paula. I kind of like rough stuff. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 254. Ugh, hug. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Jamie with my sister Paula here today to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Somebody, uh, we went to this really fun party uh, last week. If you've ever heard, you've probably seen the wine bottles where it says butter, the big, it's Chardonnay with a yellow, big yellow label that says butter on it. Mm-mm. Okay, you don't go into the wine section very often, but anyway, they are releasing, they did release a new wine to their their list of wines that they sell called Candy, and it's a rosé, and it's really, really good, and I'm not actually a big fan of rosé, and I really enjoyed it. So we went to this release party in Napa because Producer Dub is working with them in his real world, his real job, and so we were invited to attend, and so we did, and it was really super fun. But this is really uncomfortable. It's kind of uncomfortable, but it shouldn't be. Because as you and I have talked about, most households are dual income. Well, because of the fact that we had so many children when we first got married, uh, we were actually spending half of our earnings on daycare. Mm -hmm. So at some point, we decided that it was actually more more cost effective for me to stop working, take care of the kids. We had just had Malia. She was a baby. And we didn't want to spend so much money. And we didn't, I personally did not want to have my kids in daycare if I could help it because they were so tiny. Mm-hmm. And so I quit. I, I left the radio industry and I became a stay at home mom. It was hard. We were poor, but it, we were less poor with me being at home. And that's basically the agreement we made is that until the kids left high school, I would just be a stay-at-home mom. And so now that our youngest is 17 and she's a junior, we're really getting to the point where that's coming to an end. So Daryl and I have been having a lot of discussions like, well, what are we going to, you know, what am I going to do? Because I haven't done anything in like 15 years. Like, what am I going to do? And he's like, you have the podcast and we have all these business ideas. And, you know, he's so excited. Like, you can do whatever you want. It's so exciting. I'm like, I am not 25 anymore. It's not that easy. You can't just say I'm going to do whatever I want when you're not fresh out of life, you know? So anyway, the, we met some amazing people and they said, so what do you do? And I, so I immediately downshift to joke because I don't really know what to say, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I'm a kept woman. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, and they're always like, what? You are? That's so surprising because it doesn't happen very often. And then Daryl, who is so proud of our little adventure, he's like, no, she has a podcast and she does it with her sister. And it's amazing. 
And I'm like, honey, God, you're so nice. I'm so mean to you. And I love how nice you are in front of others. And so they're like, really? What is it? And so, I, you know, we talk about it. But it's just so weird, you know, to say that is a thing when it feels like it's not work. It doesn't feel like work. I know. It still kind of feels like a hobby in some ways. Right. And then, of course, I start getting anxiety like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, what am I going to do? And it's funny because when we talk about it, uh, Daryl and I will talk about what I'm going to do. If I want to do anything, I can't imagine not doing anything. That would be weird. Just sitting around with no one home by myself, with nothing to do. That would be strange. And, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I said, listen, I saw what happened when my mom decided to stop parenting and you were the last one out of the house and you were only like 16 or 17 when she decided that you didn't need parenting anymore. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like what I saw. So Mm -hmm. although it feels like I'm not parenting full time anymore because they don't need me to make snacks after school and all that stuff, which actually I still do. It's not, you're not done yet. It feels like you should be done because they're, they look like adults and they're acting like young adults, but they're actually not. She's still in school and she's still a kid. So I said, as bored as I might get some days, she still texts me all the time for things. And, you know, it's still, I'm still parenting. I think what it is for me is I'm feeling restless. Mm-hmm. Because I, she doesn't need me 24-7 like she used to. Right. But I'm still there. So what you'll find as Ryan gets older, he'll be like a junior or a senior, and you feel like, well, I guess my job is done. But it isn't done. It just feels like it. So I, I'm i like, no, I'm not going to I'm not gonna ch- cash out yet. And it's not because I don't want to work. It's just because she's just not there yet. She's not done. She's not yeah. done. So, But it is really an uncomfortable, for me... It's uncomfortable because I'm like, yeah. And then, of course, Daryl, who's so good about it. He's like, no, she works harder than I do and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ah, it doesn't. I don't know. Do I? I don't know. I don't know. It feels like I don't. But anyway, so I started doing research for the show because I did want to talk about that a little bit because I was wondering, I'm like, how do you feel about that? Did you feel like mom kind of stopped a little early when she parented you through like your junior year in high school, do you feel like she could have parented you a little longer? I think she stopped actually when she married Paul because our, our stepdad, yeah, yeah, because she she got a whole new life, right, right, and so we were just something that she had to have, <laughs> and <Yeah>. so. <laughs> Like I said, she she had this whole other life by choice. Yes. And and we weren't a part of it. Yeah, it was like a new page. Yeah. A new page. So yeah. So I guess my point is is that I could easily have a whole new life right now because I may not be volunteering at the school anymore. So my my need to be a parent to her as often as you are when they're younger is going away. And it's not because I don't want change. It's just, I just feel like perhaps if I cut it off now and just say, yep, going back to work or I'm going to complete my degree or whatever, you're on your own. I feel like I'm doing her a disservice, especially when I parented all the other ones all the way through till they graduated. And I mean, in some ways you still parent, you know, I mean, one of them just, just left the house. Exactly. Exactly. But the, but the requirements of someone being in high school, versus when they leave for college, it changes dramatically the second they start college. Yeah. 
but I just feel like I would I would hate that because I saw what happened. You know, we have there's four of us and you were the last one out the door. And I feel like you kind of got the raw end of the deal. And I actually think about that when I think of my last one of four, because I don't want her to feel like she got the raw end of the deal because we were just so quick to move on to something else. Right. So I'm kind of hanging on to that. But it does make it difficult to tell others who are getting to know you (laughs) that you don't do anything in the working world in the working world but i was watching the new chris rock stand-up which is on netflix and you you must watch it it's i mean i don't know if you would like it but i loved it i watched it twice yeah and he said the most powerful person on the planet is the housewife because you're like, you think it's the working wife or the working woman? No. The housewife has figured out a way to get other people to work for her. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, and they're really powerful. It's like, if you think that house that you bought is yours, try to hang a picture of your mother up in it. See what happens. (laughs) I'm like, well, he's not wrong. No, it's true. He's not wrong. He's like, you might see, she'll be like, oh, I don't like that frame. And she'll take it down. And then maybe when your mom dies, she'll be like, hey, look what I found. (laughs) I mean, I agree that, like, if I died today, Mm. I mean, I don't think it would it would take some time for people to figure out, like, my systems for different things. Like, you know, paying bills and when they're due and, you know... Mm-hmm. the bank accounts and how they work and i don't know yeah if we need dog food where do, where do we buy it you know where does that like, ha- when do, how does that happen you know yeah, yeah it's true. those kinds of things and so i think even a working person would understand that it is a difficult job because probably at a certain level people just pay to have it done because it's they do. it's, it's too hard They do. But when you have someone at home doing it, it's funny because sometimes, you know what? I'm very, very fortunate because Daryl respects the fact that I sacrificed my career for the family. Mm -hmm. So because of that, it's like he never forgets that. So when I say, oh, I was such a lazy ass today, he's like, Jamie, no, no, you're not. And I'm like, really? Because it sure feels like (laughs) sure feels like I've been watching a lot of sister wives today. I don't know. I know I need to get caught up. So, yeah, it's been it's a strange thing and it's it weighs on my mind, not all the time, but I definitely think about it a lot. Like, I feel like I need to kind of get going or do I have to start a second life now? It's so strange. And, you know, it's what's really strange is being basically pretty young for having four kids and not not near 50 and having no kids at home. Like, that's weird. Like, most people are still working their ass off in a job at my age with little ones. Well, I think this is when people start volunteering, you know. Oh, God. You think I'm going to start volunteering at the shelter and stuff? No, but, I mean, you can volunteer. Like, I've always wanted to volunteer at, like, the VA hospital or something like that. Be a candy striper. Or... You know, I, ta- I thought about volunteering at the animal shelter for a while, and I got over it. I, I But you're right. I And what's funny is when I start looking at what's available in media right now, because things have changed so much, mm-hmm. I start getting nauseous. <laughs> just i'm so sick about it i'm like there's nothing good there's just nothing good anymore well it's all changed significantly significantly so we'll see you know daryl has fantasies of us opening a business together outside of the podcast world so we'll see you know i don't know i i do know that i'm on one hand i'm really excited about the potential of getting back into it 
just like you are right now, you're mm-hmm. actively seeking, which is kind of, I think, what also got me thinking about it going, God, if, you know, Paul's going back, maybe I should think about it too, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. I, I, But I do think I should give our last kid at least another year before I just abandon her completely for my own selfish needs. Yeah. If you haven't yet, now is the perfect time for you to check out the Ugly Truth Avon page. With spring right around the corner, we're all getting ready to update our looks, and Avon is on point with those trends. In addition, right now, Avon's having a huge sale on some of their most favorite products, up to 65% off. And as always, if you spend more than $40, it's free shipping sent directly to your door. Thank you so much. Anything you do helps support the Ugly Truth, and we love you for it. Thanks! was reading something the other day it was a survey and it said uh, they surveyed these 12 men random number of what basically they like that their girl does or that they do in bed with their girlfriend or wife that makes them like they bust a nut like immediately you know because sometimes there are things that you can do to a guy like if you want to kind of be done with it you know you Mm -hmm. can do something to get it going and be done with it not that we all don't know that <laughs> because every guy has a switch. Uh-huh. So these were really interesting. Um, some of it was dirty talk. Some of it was a certain way to please them orally, stuff like that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, being being manhandled or, you know, having her take over, be a little more forceful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one struck me weird because I'd never heard of it before. And he goes, prison sex. I know I'm a degenerate prison sex yeah it's a position have you ever heard of it is it no i googled it of course i had to google it and uh, you know ignoring all of the porn ads that came up when i googled it (laughs) right and all of the horrible articles about prison rape i finally found what it is and i don't know if it's new or not i kind of like to keep up on things because i don't want to be the old lady who only does like three different things so i kind of want to know what what's currently going on right i don't think this is for everybody i know that i personally would not enjoy it but it is where obviously it looks like you're being you can do it anally or vaginally from behind uh-huh. and you're both standing and the woman bends over. I guess a man, too. I mean, this is not, you know, whatever, because it can be anally or vaginal. The woman bends over to, like, a hat, you know, to, like, a 90-degree angle, like uh-huh. she's bending over a table. And, oh, this, and this is brought to you by. Oh, Littermaid. Littermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that people bought that Littermaid because we sponsored it whenever it came out? Whenever Are you kidding the, when me? It, yeah. People bought the Littermaid when they when we said, and this segment is brought to you by Littermaid. Interrupting podcasts for five years. Self-cleaning uh, litter box. Yes, you, could be, you can buy it on Amazon through the Ugly Truth website. Um, anyway, so the woman bends over. And then, but it, that, it's not just doggy style standing up. Okay. Then the man, the man holds your wrists. Okay. Down by your thigh. So you literally have no control. And then okay. he can thrust as deeply as he wants, which already makes my uterus hurt. Okay. Or my cervix hurt. But that's prison style because it's essentially mimicking what, I guess, prison sex is. So I've done where I'm, like, standing, but, like, my top half is laying on the bed. Yeah. And then they're behind me standing up. But they're grabbing my wrist and pulling my arms behind me. 
Yeah, that's prison sex. Yeah, that's prison sex I've position. Done that. Did you like it? That sounds like it hurts. I. It was just something that happened. <laughs> No, I mean, we saw it happen on some things, so we tried it, but I mean, it happens every now and then, so it doesn't bother me, but I kind of like, I kind of like rough stuff. Yeah, that's true. You do. That is true. I don't know. I mean, I'm not all soft and, you know, I'm not all about nothing can hurt. I like it rough occasionally as well, but I've... And I've done it that position. I've just never had them grab. My, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna try it and see. I'm curious. Now I'm curious. So I'm gonna try it out. I'll let you know. I'll give you the. I'll let you know how my research goes. Give me the. But it was just play. something. I I hated that, that I didn't know. Like that's what bugged me. It's like I hate that I did not know the name of this position. Like I've done everything. Literally, I thought I've done it all, and then they come up with something new. Well, I mean. There's things that you probably have done, but I mean, you just didn't know it had a name. That's true. That is true. But I've never done this. So I never did the rusty trumpet. I can tell you that much. (laughs) Oh, and according to according to producer Dub, he said it's a trombone. Oh, Trump. Oh, yeah. The trumpet would be like (laughs) like playing a piccolo with the penis (laughs) instead of, you know, doing the trombone motion. The trumpet. That's right. The rusty. Yeah. So it's the rusty trombone. trombone, The rusty trombone. Rusty trombone, apparently. So anyway. okay. so speaking of sex earlier this week, uh, Black China, who I have no idea why she's famous. Do you have any idea why she's famous? Um, it, other than dating a Kardashian, is there a thing? Is she a rapper or well, anything? Well, she or? used to date Tyga. Okay. So she's just... was a Who was a, I guess, a famous rapper. So is she like a starlet, essentially? Just a hot girlfriend she's, type of person? She's like a socialite, I guess. Okay. So Black China, somebody leaked a video of her having sex with somebody. It's a sex... I guess it's a sex tape. I went on to Twitter the day it released and I was just doing my usual looking around, looking for funny things to retweet and it popped up. Black China was trending. I'm like, Oh, I mean, I know who she is. And I was just curious. I'm like, did she die? Like what happened? Mm -hmm. So I clicked on it and immediately was given a face full of her giving somebody a blowjob and then twerking on some guy, reverse cowgirl in some seedy hotel room. And I went, oh, sex tape. All right. Well, I guess I'm watching it now because it's already here and I'm looking at it. It wasn't, it's not very long. But what's funny about it is that people are giving her so much shit about her blowjob skills. Like they're raking her over about how lazy she is. Oh God, was it bad? (laughs) It was bad. It was bad. It's almost like she put the tip of her tongue on it, like going, is it hot? Is this a hot mic? Like, it, it was like so not what she wanted to do. And so men are like putting all these things like, do you want another blowjob from Black China? And they show two men fighting really hard. And I mean, it's just how embarrassing. Yeah. It's like, you know, you portray yourself as this hot piece of ass who, you yeah, know, and I, right. she is attractive. I mean, she mm-hmm. I would consider her cute. Yeah. She's famous for nothing, just like all of them. And so, of course, you're like, you know, Kim Kardashian can do it better than you. And that's saying something because I guess I've never seen Kim Kardashian sex tape, but apparently it's not all that. So I I was really like, oh God, what's worse? What's worse? Having a sex tape come out. And it's really, really good. Or having a sex tape come out and showing the whole world 
that you hate doing blowjobs. It's like, which is worse? Having a really good one or a really bad one? God, I don't, I don't know. know. But she deleted all of her social media. Oh, she's done that before. Oh, has she? I don't follow her. But I thought, God, I don't know. How would I feel about that? Like, how would I feel if it was bad? It's almost like a double Here's the thing is, with us, there (laughs) would never be bad. Well, that is true. And it was funny because a lot of people were like, God, I'm so disappointed. I expected her to be just like all up in that shit. (laughs) Like all slobbery and like all hungry for it. And it's like, she's like going... Is this all right? E, E. Is this good? E, E. You know, it's like this little, like, I've never done this before. Is this how this works? A little mousy. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And I'm like, oh, dear. It's like, how did that happen? That's how did funny. you let that happen? You knew he was filming you. Yeah. God, it's just awful. Oh, God. I mean, I, I almost feel sorry for her. I almost feel bad. Because who wants what? who wants to be known for being bad at something like that? Especially like, that. That might impinge her dating life a little. Uh, I would think so. I mean, I don't know, but yikes. I mean, all I'm saying is if you have a camera, if you have an iPhone in your face, can you put a little effort into it? Please. I mean, my goodness. Unless like the weenie was totally small or something. I will say I was not impressed with the size. And that's funny that you say that. I said, you know... This was not a big honkin' dick. This was a less than average, I I thought. So I was not, uh, maybe she wasn't impressed. It's possible. I, I mean, mean, the fact is, you know, her hand made it look a lot smaller. That's all I'm saying. Oh, God, that's bad. I, it's, yeah. It's just, it would be really difficult to get into it if, you know. <laughs> if you were disappointed. If you're... <laughs> trying to jerk off a gummy worm it's just i will say i will say when she was she was doing reverse cow twerking reverse cowgirl twerking yeah and she was having no problem at all and i'm like that's not an easy stunt especially when you're twerking i don't think she had much to work with that's all i'm saying probably he probably wasn't even in oh my god i didn't even think about that hmm and he was kind of a big guy too like tall yeah well, I mean, you know what, Paula, you should look at it and give your thoughts. Give my I, two cents. I, I did, you know, for the for the sake of this, I am not a fan of porn, and I didn't go seeking it out. It was on Twitter, okay. and when I when I clicked on her name, it was the first thing that popped up, and I'm like, oh god, why am I watching? Like, why do I get to see this? But now I'm like, well, if I'm going to see it, I guess I should, you know, critique a bit. And uh, yeah, the critiques are accurate. Not all good. But, you know, it seems to me like the whole thing was a little half-assed, if you ask me. So I would be more embarrassed that I, she was phoning it in They should have watched. I mean, hopefully you'd think they would have watched it first before it got leaked. <sighs> I don't know. And then who leaked it? This dude? He has nothing to be proud of. I mean, obviously I mean, one of them did. Yeah. I don't know why she would do that to herself. That It didn't put her in a good light. So I don't know. The whole thing just is is sad, empathetic, and, you know, and then finally I'm like, God, you're a mother. Like, you're someone's mother. That's horrible. But, you know, everyone's someone's mother, I suppose, at this point. But anyway, yeah, you should, you should take a peek and go, oh, honey, really? <laughs> and then, but, you know, I'm like you. I'm looking, I'm like, well, let's look at what she's working with here. Let's, I mean, let's, let's be fair. <laughs> this isn't exactly an impressive member of society. That's all. I don't know. I mean, I 
honestly, I don't know about you, but I've come across some small penises. I don't give it a lot of love. No, it's, yeah. I don't. I'm just like, okay, well, here we are. Let's get this going. Well, I mean, the small penises I've come across, they didn't give themselves a lot of love, so... (laughs) It was over really, really rather quickly. Yes. Yes. Okay. So really quick, speaking of women and crazy and whatever, Daryl bought me uh, tickets to go see Miranda Lambert. Ooh, that's cool. It was a couple weeks ago and we didn't get to talk about it because you were ill and I wanted to tell you about it regardless of how long it had been because it was really fun. It was a really cool environment. First of all, it was predominantly women who were there. There were some guys there. You would have died because there were a ton of big cowboys. Wow. Like good looking cowboys. Not just I'm throwing on my my hat because I bought it for this show. These were worn in boots, worn in jeans, and work hat work cowboy hats. I mean, like they were truly cowboys. Nice. And you can tell the difference. And you can always tell when they're like dressing up. You know, when they're they're getting all gussied up for the night because they have their best shirt on and stuff. Yeah. And they're adorable. (laughs) They are so cute. And there was a bunch of them uh, walked past the one fighting couple, of course. She was drunk and crying and he was trying to figure out what was wrong with her. (laughs) That's always there's always one of those at every country concert. Always. And then, of course, long ass lines at all the beer areas. So we go and we sit down and I'm looking around going, man, there's a lot of women here. And they're in clusters of like three and four and five. And you can see the ones when they're like in the front row and they're all celebrating drinking margaritas in a can or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because they're always they're, there's always one they're cheering for. Like there's one woman in the pack that they're all going, woohoo! and cheering her like she has a breakup she's going through a divorce we're here to celebrate her freedom you can see them it's hilarious and i mean i celebrate it godspeed guys do it i i don't have five friends to do that with but if i did i would absolutely cheer you on if you were going through a divorce but it was really funny because they're all in their you know their best maxi dresses and their cowboy boots and you know it was really fun there was one girl who the, the show hadn't even started yet and uh, she was being escorted out by security because she had passed out. Oh, no. She'd had just a little too much fun. So they were taking her to whatever tent they have somewhere down below to revive her from her drunken state. But it was, first of all, Miranda Lambert is one of my favorites. Like, I love her. I don't know if you like her that much. No, I do. I like her I a lot. love her. So she sang the ugly theme, the ugly anthem, the, you know, hide your crazy start mm-hmm. acting like a lady. She sang that and it was like the whole, all the women just lifted up to the rafters to heaven and were singing. <laughs> it was awesome. And I said, I turned to Daryl, I go, this is awesome. I'm literally living my sister and I, our lives because our mom was all about, it doesn't matter what you look like inside. You better paint on a coat of lipstick, put your hair up in a clip and get your ass out there. Don't let any man ever make you feel like shit. I mean, that was her mantra forever. And that's where lip and clip came from. That's mm-hmm. why I put that on the outline. It's like this, this song, although she's saying, no, this is a different kind of heartache. Yeah, true, except that the mantra is kind of the same. It's like you really shouldn't let anybody make you feel like shit that where the whole world can see that you're clearly suffering from a relationship. Right. And so it's like, put on your lipstick, put your hair in a clip, get out there, kick ass, and then when you come home, you can fall apart. Right. You know, that was kind of how we were raised. Mm-hmm. And so it's not vanity necessarily because we weren't, you know, I mean, I don't know. We, we kind of just did our own thing and you know, lived our lives, but we never went out looking like crap. 
I know that you have done this. I know you go out in pajama bottoms when you're taking your kids to school. Oh, yeah. But you, but you don't get out of the car. No, right? I don't. Well, Thank I you. think the reason why mom ha- was so adamant about it adamant. was because it was something that she had to do. Yes. Because our father was such a philanderer. Yes. That there were, and they were very active in their church that... Right. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that part of it. They would see people out and about, you know, mm-hmm. maybe at the grocery store or whatever, and mom would get phone calls saying, you know, I saw your husband with so-and-so or... Yep. And so mom had to just basically put on her makeup and you know put brush her hair and go out and still live mm-hmm. her life and act yeah. like these these things weren't phasing her because if oh, she went God. out and looked like a total mess then you know he wins everybody wins right. the whole town gets to talk about how you're broken if she went out with her four children looking <laughs> like know. hell that, yeah, that that would be the saddest thing in the world, you know. You know that that kind of stuff does toughen you up, though. Yeah, and it toughened us up too. I mean, I can remember one time I was really heartbroken over my first real boyfriend in high school, and he broke up with me, and I was devastated. I was so devastated, and she came in and she grabbed me by the shoulders and she shook me, and she's like, "Jamie, he's just a boy. He's just a man. Get your shit together. You can do this." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "Stop." She was like, I will let you cry today, but tomorrow you will put on your makeup and you will walk out of here rocking that shit. Like, she was like, do not let this man break you. Right. And I'm like, damn. And I I learned from it. And you know what? It's true. It is true. And that applies to a lot of stuff. Losing a job, you know, losing your house or your car. I mean, that stuff is devastating. Mm-hmm. But you just kind of got to deal with it, be tough, and, and you'll get through it. And so when she's saying that song... I couldn't help but thinking of my sisters and my mom. And it's a very girl power song, actually, mm-hmm. even though the mom is like, I, you know, she's like, I can hear it now. She ain't going to have it, you know, and it's like, that's true. She she didn't tolerate it, man. She's like, you can be weak at home, but do not leave this house looking like shit, thinking that everyone cares. No one cares. Right. And I liked it. I, I like that mantra. I, I, I definitely live by it. So the living clip occurred and we, because these horrible, devastating things happened at our house. And it was a house full of women. It was us, our, four of us and our mom for, for quite a while. And uh, she taught us how to try, you know, she really tried to teach us how we could be independent. We didn't need a man and all of that. But she also wouldn't let us leave the house looking like crap. So she's like, "Get put some lipstick on and get a clip in your hair because banana clips were the thing back then. Yeah. Make sure you look, you know, at least remotely decent. And she said, because I guarantee you, the second you walk out this door not doing that, you are going to run into your arch nemesis or an ex-boyfriend and you will look like crap and you will be sorry. And if that did not hold true. Yeah, really? It absolutely happened. <laughs> it absolutely has happened to me walking into a grocery store and there's my ex-boyfriend and I look like I'm in sweats, no makeup and oily hair. Awesome. I know. Well, it's a small yeah. town. That's how it, it was. So I don't know about you, but I still lip and clip. And it, what's really cute is now Daryl like says it. He goes, are you going to just lip and clip or are you going to shower? <laughs> are you going to do the whole thing? Are we here for an hour? Or are you going to do this in 15 minutes? 
And I'm like, I'm living in clipping. He's like, all right. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if you incorporated that into your world yet. Olivia's still little, so she doesn't know lip and clip yet. No, she doesn't. She doesn't need makeup. She's still beautiful and young and I know. doesn't have doesn't have the pale cheeks that we get when we're in middle school. But I do go <laughs> and tell her, I'm like, Olivia, go brush your hair. So <laughs> please get started. We're starting simple. But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. Miranda Lambert reminded me of the origination of the lip and clip and where that came from. And it's funny because it's not as superficial as I thought when I was thinking about it. It actually has some deep-seated meaning, at least yeah. for us. Yeah, so, for a lot of things. Anyway, Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about another thing that's us, the ugly and awkward moments of the week. Okay, so I mentioned uh, last Wednesday that I was job hunting and that I had been interviewing with this one company and I had gotten to the second interview. Well, during the second interview, the gentleman I was talking to, he was mentioning all the different jurisdictions that he covers and he was saying how, you know, there was a lot of different areas out of the country too that he was mentioning And so he was saying, blah, 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 and Costa Rica. And I was like, oh, wow. I said, well, I don't speak Spanish. (laughs) He said, well, he's like, you don't have to speak Spanish. It's a, he says, it's a, um, it's a call center. He says, like, people call them. Yeah. And so they speak English. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, I'm like like a third party. And he says, yes, but they're still part of our company. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Honestly, I think that's why I didn't get the job. I'd be like, I'm sorry, Carl, but you know I don't speak Mexican. (laughs) I honestly think that's why I didn't get the job. Oh, Paula. Oops. Because you just didn't get out. Oh and I'm like, well, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> he probably noted uh, racist. <laughs> I'm not a racist, but I was. I know you're not. I misunderstood what he was talking about with the Costa right. Rica thing. And then so if he had said it was a third party that people call like a call center to get their questions answered. It's just located in Costa Rica. But it yeah. was just the way he said it. And I honestly, I shouldn't have said anything. I should have, you should just, have been like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I should have just been listening. <laughs> but I, I don't know. <laughs> so. God, that's funny. It's not funny if you got yourself out of a job. But still, I think that's why I didn't funny. get it, to be perfectly honest. Well, and you know, the thing is, is that you probably felt back your hairs lift and go, well, that was fun. I guess we'll just try another place. As soon as <laughs> I like, said that, I'm just like, why did I say that? You're like, damn it. I, I felt like I'm like, I'm like, I just talked myself out of a job. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, oh, aw- I just... Awkward biting us in the ass. Oh, well. When things like that happen to, you know, you want to call and go, listen. I I know what you were saying. It which would just dig myself more. It just makes it worse. Yeah, and then you start saying stuff like, I'm not a racist, I am Mexican. They're like, Well, Costa Rica isn't Mexico, so oh God. Then they would have been like, Actually, we didn't select you because you didn't have your PHR. <laughs> 
Exactly. It's like, yeah. you didn't have this one certification. I don't really know where you're going with this Costa Rica thing, but, but it just thank you so like much for your time. for the best. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> and we wish you well. We wish you well. <laughs> maybe, maybe the penny saver will hire you. Yeah, right. <laughs> God. You can That's walk horrible. around and try and sell people windows. Ah, uh, you can go door to door. Or, Hi, I am not selling religion. I am here because you need solar paneling. Or try and sell people floor wash. Maybe I'll get oh, a hug. God, maybe you'll get a hug. Just put a little <laughs> tattoo under your eye. Tell them that your family died in a fire. Get two hundred bucks. Jamie, just like that. that's ridiculous. <sighs> anyway, okay, so that was pretty good. Mine is actually really funny. I had two that I could choose from, but I'm going to choose the one. It's it's funny. So. It's early morning and Daryl and I are in bed and we're just talking. And now I don't want to really get into it because it doesn't really matter. We can talk about it some other time, but it's, I have been going through about a depression and I'm coming out of it finally. And it feels like it's been forever, but it's, but it's finally coming. I'm coming out of it. And so we were laying in bed and we were talking and I said, well, I, I think I'm going to work out today. I think I'm going to actually try to get some exercise today. It's been almost a month and I feel very noodly and not fit so i said i really i'm gonna start exercising he goes honey that's so great he goes you know i really of course because we've talked about this before mm-hmm. i really need to start exercising too mm-hmm. i said you try to exercise but the kind of exercise that you do hurts your butt and there was this long <laughs> long awkward silence <laughs> and finally i turned and looked at him he's like what are you talking about? I'm like, your sciatic nerve. I go, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. He's like, and we started, I started laughing hysterically because I, it's been a long time since I've said something with an innuendo about him being gay because I joke, (laughs) I joke about it all the time. Not all the time, but I joke about it because he, he gets propositioned. He, he's been propositioned quite a bit. And he says it's because he says it's because he's so accepting and i agree he he doesn't think about things like others do men some men are uncomfortable around men who are gay and he's not he works in the city he's very very like it's all super no big deal like he for some people it's a big deal to be next to someone who is gay. And I don't get that personally, but, and he doesn't either. So he's so, they feel, you know, sometimes men feel real comfortable. So they think perhaps he's interested or something. So I just tell him, I'm like, you don't give off any vibes or anything. It's just that you're so comfortable and, and that's so unusual that they maybe put their little you know, feelers out just to see what's the what. So I give, I, I tease him about it. Cause I actually think it's a compliment, but I tease him about it. He goes, you know, I'm not gay. Like, I know you're not gay. So when we're laying in bed and I'm like, well, the kind of exercise you like to do hurt your butt. Crickets. Crickets. What are you trying to say? I'm not gay. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's not what I meant. We were both laughing pretty hard about it. I mean, it is an, it's awkward because it would have been worse if I would said that in mixed company, but oh, I didn't. God. Luckily, yeah. Luckily, I didn't. But we both laughed really, really hard about it. That actually. is He's, so funny. It was funny. But you absolutely win. Oh, thanks. Oh, no doubt. 18,000 points. Aww. So, yeah, no, it was, that, that's a winner. That is an awkward winner for sure. God, so, thanks. congratulations. Congratulations <laughs> for me. not getting a job. Congratulations for talking yourself out of a gig. 
because you don't speak Mexican. I, I don't know what I was thinking. You know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I just... So funny. Sometimes I'm just too honest. Well, that is true. And the right employer will find that charming. And it will be wonderful. Charming. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm sure. So. Well, I think that's a wrap for this Sunday. Yes, I do too. <laughs> Everyone, please continue to shop our Avon link and our Amazon link. If you are in need of a kitty litter box, uh, mm-hmm. be sure to get the Litter Made self-cleaning kitty litter box. Uh, this litter show made. is sponsored by it. Yes. Be sure to send in your ugly and awkward moments. We love to hear those. So mm-hmm. uh, don't forget to send those in to us. Other than that, have a fabulous rest of your weekend. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.